everyone, I'm Jenna, and we're coming in hot. And by that I mean I literally watched the episode today during the day, daylight hours, sober as fuck, at work, in pieces, split between the morning, during my lunch, and then while I was at the doctor's office, and then when I got home, I'm literally the most unwell person ever. I, I, whatever you do, never watch The Bachelor this way. Like, it was the worst experience. However, I will say, what an amazing episode it was that it made that viewing experience, all of the factors I played into it, actually still enjoyable, actually still oohed and odd. had a good laugh, kind of, no, I didn't cry. Joey did, that little, no, <laughs> that little JoJo. And to help me break down this week, which I think is week six of The Bachelor, I am excited to welcome onto the podcast a friend of the pod. Please welcome Madeline Lovecraft. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I know. I, I love it. So you are, I hate when I always say this, like you're a fan of Descartes. Mm -hmm. oh Big fan. God. First time, long time. <laughs> But yeah, you've been around for a while. I love chatting with you in the DMs. We've had great conversations about like The Bachelor, pop culture, our yeah. lives. And uh, a couple, like I guess like a month or so ago, you'll tell all the mm -hmm. details. You went to where they film Paradise and you could not be more excited to tell me about it. And I was so happy for you. And then you were like, can I come on the pod and talk about it? I was like, I don't, you don't even have to ask. Like, please come on now and let's do it. And so I'm just excited to chat with you. Yeah. When you said at the end of, I think it was episode two, like, just DM me. I'll put you on the show. I was like, all right, bet. Like, <laughs> I had already sent you a DM saying, like, I'm going to play Escondida where they film BIP. Like, I will take notes and let you know. And then I was just planning on, like, sending you a voice note or, like, maybe being like maybe we'll go live together but then yeah. the opportunity presented itself and I took it <laughs> yes make that I love that I love shoot your shot people um no that's great before we get into that let's get to know you a little bit more as a bachelor consumer so mm -hmm. like how long have you been watching the show um you are going to lose your mind my first yeah. uh season was pilot pete oh, oh no <laughs> actually you're so right I'm very much losing my mind yeah. That's weird. Wait yeah. a second. Mm -hmm. It okay. was, yeah, it was the beginning. Obviously, it was the beginning of 2020. Um, right. And I don't know what finally made me decide to watch. Like, my sister has been a fan for a while. And so, and it was just sort of like always in the zeitgeist. And I just decided to watch it. And from episode one, when Champagne Gate happened, I like in my own like little bit of experience in a reality show and like being on set doing like background for stuff, I was like, this isn't real, but I'm, I'm so thrilled. Um, yeah. And it was, and then during the pandemic, like both of my roommates moved away. I still had to go to into work physically. And mm -hmm. I just needed like someone in my life that wasn't my coworker who I hated. And then just like started consuming as much bachelor content as I could. And now like the oldest season I've seen is Jason Mesnick. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, my it's a disease. Uh, <laughs> It fucking is. Yeah. And there is zero cure. Um, it's funny. They always give us so many pharmaceutical commercials during the episodes. Mm -hmm. But, like, it would be funny if we knew. They're like, have you talked to your doctor about your bachelor consumption? <laughs> Do you I need, need some Xanax? 
<laughs> yeah, do you mean something next for your bachelor problem? But Actually, what's funny was it did sort of feel like therapeutic in because it was just like it was easy to consume. Usually there was a happy ending. Like it was just so formulaic that in the moment I was still like, this is exactly what I need. And now it's it's fun to watch old seasons because like like right now I'm watching Brad Womack part two. And his season was filmed the year I was a senior in high school, so 2011. And I'm just like, oh, prom dress, prom dress. That's a prom dress I saw. That's a prom dress I saw. <laughs> the highlights, the whole, the chunky, yeah. everything. I love yeah. it. I, yeah, no, I like that. And I guess I would want to pick your mind a little bit about, like, do you have any opinions on, like, how the show has changed? I mean, we all know it has in so mm-hmm. many ways, for better or for worse. Um, but I... Yeah, like, I guess it was, like, more for, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously it has changed, like, the, obviously the the face of it, (laughs) both of the faces of it are gone, which is great. Um, (laughs) Even though, I mean, obviously, like, with um, your Roses for Everybody, like, that has been, like, very slow to, I mean... Yeah. Not even really change, but like No, even, but like technically you can see the difference, yeah, you know. From, yeah, just yeah. like tiny tiny little changes. Um yeah. there's I mean, the just racial diversity is a heck of a lot different. Um and like I don't think there's a single woman of color on Brad's second season. Um yeah. which is pretty you know, once you're actually looking for it, it's like, whoa. <laughs> um And I think actually that, that maybe that was even written about an article specifically because he had had a first season that maybe did have maybe one or two, or maybe like one woman. Usually it was just like one, mm-hmm. and um, and I think I do remember a commentary of some sort. Maybe it's more recent, but how like the fact that he came up for a second time and they didn't even do that. You're like, so you're led to believe, and this is harsh, but you're led to believe that Brad literally was like, I don't like mm-hmm. dating people who are not white, and so do not bother. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean. We always hope that that's not the case, but you never know. I mean, these yeah. casting people, like, who knows what's going on? I mean, yeah, yeah. who knows? I mean, I, I applied a couple times and they didn't take me, so I don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> exactly. Agreed. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. Um, uh. But I don't. one of the things that I really miss, this is, like, so corny from the early seasons, is they used to, towards the end like put the lead in a little room with all of the headshots of the people who were still there. Do you have, have you seen any yeah. of the older seasons? Do you yeah. remember this? Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so silly and I love it so much and I wish that they would still do it because it's just so dorky. <laughs> yeah it's like could we like sub out some of the other random bullshit that we don't really need for mm-hmm. like five minutes of that, you know? Yeah. I think it would be pretty funny and um, I've been watching the traders and like they mm-hmm. kind of do that. It's like not exactly the same, but like there is a massive wall and you do get to like ponder and hear these like voiceovers as you look at the the your remaining characters. So That's cool. I haven't seen any yeah. of the traders, but I really want to. I just don't have the right streaming. Oh platform. yeah, no, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, isn't that always the case? Yeah. Um so yeah, that's so funny. I love that I love that insight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And so I mean, gosh, to start with Pilot Pete, what a fucking mm-hmm. trip. That does trip me out. I love it. Yeah. Um, and but... what's what's also funny is I should have been starting earlier because Kaylin, like of Deanie yes. and Kaylin, she is from my hometown. I went to high school with her older sister. Like, she's my little sister's age. Like, they went to high school together. So, like, my hometown was on Colton season. 
and like they went to the local ice cream shop that I've been to that was my first outing as a baby was to this ice cream shop where Colton went (laughs) so uh yeah should have should have gotten into it earlier but no that's how it goes yeah that's how it goes um so you know, but you're making up for lost time because, mm-hmm. well, A, you're watching this old season, and two, you said, I'm gonna go to paradise because it is almost paradise. <laughs> and I I love this. So you and your partner, mm-hmm. are, like, want to just take a vacation? Like, tell me. Yeah. No, he l- is obsessed with Mexico. It's his favorite country. He wants to, like, move there eventually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but... He was, like, January's, like, his slow time for work, and I was going to be out of school for the, you know, that whole month. And so he was like, let's go to Mexico. And I said, sort of jokingly at first, like, oh, can we go to Puerto Vallarta, where they film Paradise? And he was like, uh, sure. And, like, let's, like, just look into it. And I found it and, like, looked up the resort. I found the rooms. And I was like, we could go here. And, And he was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And so... He was like, "It's that's going to be your job. Like, you pick yeah. the days. Like, you yeah. book it. And um, we ended up with a, a nicer room than we meant to just because there's a three-night minimum. So that's good to know going into it. Um, and so they made us either, like, either you can have this room for three nights or you can have this much nicer room for two nights. So we wound up with a room that had a hot tub and it came with a golf cart. So because <laughs> you're, you're not that far away from Sayulita, so you can just drive your golf cart into town. Which is kind of cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I guess to help me and the listeners, were you, like, literally on the resort? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's a resort. Yeah. And I guess, like, what we see of the show is really probably just such a small section of it. It's, um, you'd actually be surprised. It's, it is a lot of, of what's available. The, um... What, one thing that I was really struck by when we were there was that the beach itself and really all of the resorts looks so much smaller in person than yeah. it seems on TV. Um, like, I'm thinking back to when they do, like, clips of the guys, like, running. Yeah. And I'm just like, you're running, like, this far. Like, you you can't see me. It's a podcast. But, like, it's, yeah. like, really not <laughs> that long. So, um, Like, less than a football field? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Less than a football yeah. field. Um and the space where they do, like, all of those shots in the morning where they're sitting at that big long table next to the pool, like, yeah. that part is really small. That's, like, where their kind of nice restaurant, well, their only restaurant is. Yeah. And then the pool is right there, too. Um, and so it's just generally pretty small. And then the rooms where they stay, I, I couldn't get up in there, obviously, because those are people's rooms that they paid for. Um, but the spot where they do the rose ceremony and then, like... I'm pretty sure the part where they put the seats before they do their rose ceremony yes. is like this place where I took a yoga class one morning. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Oh, God, I have so many questions. Um, I Far guess away. real quick from like the one <laughs> tangent I just kind of thought so I don't want to lose it mm-hmm. is uh, so yeah, it all being kind of so close to each other, my brain immediately went to. Yeah, you probably can see your other cast members kissing, mm-hmm. talking, um, in a lot of cases. Because I think also so many times you're like, obviously they're not like the, we see in the audience like uh, Aaron looking, and he might look a little perturbed, but like he might just literally be looking out at the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. But they're playing it as if we're seeing him see 
his partner talking to somebody or whatever. Uh, and I think in some cases that's probably the case. They're also using B footage yeah, of people, of course. like, literally looking at different things. But, like, now I'm realizing, like, you really do probably see people talking. Yeah, yeah. It is really close. Some of the furniture is rearranged. Um, mm-hmm. And oh. I, the, some, some of the decor is not really there. Like, they bring that in <laughs> to make the place seem a little more, like, you know, fun and olay. Um, but... <laughs> when- <laughs> like the little blankets around the palm yeah trees. like the blankets around the palm trees and like just some of the like uh a lot of the color is yes. brought in um yes. the place is cool like that's well, that's yeah. not yeah i'm not trying to say like it's a shithole like it is a, a cool and it's like interesting it's not fancy it's not like super nice um but it is cool and our room was very cool um and so i would assume the rooms where they all stay are are pretty cool too I mean, they don't look cool. They look I like mean, they have bunk beds in them. And they're like, yeah, no bunk beds yeah. in our room. No bunk beds in our room. Right. And I guess that'd be a question to be like, is there, are there rooms you can rent where there are bunk beds? Because I know you can do that at like hostels and things I, like that. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I found, bring those in. Um, I found an article that someone wrote about, like one of those listicles about mm-hmm. like Playa Escondida. And she said that the rooms where they stay if if any if you or any of your listeners want to go to the website, you can go look at pictures of these rooms. And the ones where the the people stay are the Luna penthouse and the Ishel penthouse. Um, and so you can go and look at the rooms, and there they have like queen and king size beds in them, not yeah. bunk beds. Yeah. yeah. Um. I guess that kind of brings another question I had: is how often does the staff or anyone talk about paradise? Never. And like, bring- oh my god, never. <laughs> it was not. It was never brought up. The funny thing is, it's not on their website at all. <laughs> no. Yeah. I actually just went and double checked this. And if you yeah. Google Playa Escondida Bachelor in Paradise, a a page will pop up that says like, oh, it's another great season of Bachelor in Paradise. But when I was clicking around on their website, there was nothing about it. Not even n- nothing in the press. When you fill out the thing that says, how did you hear about us? Bachelor in Paradise is not an option. And so I was, I didn't want to mention it to anyone because I was nervous that they were going to be like, get out. (laughs) You've broken the curse. (laughs) Get out of here. Oh my God. Yeah. So I was like really trying, like there was one night when like Alex had gone into town to get snacks and I was sitting at the bar with like Ruben or whoever the bartender was. And I almost asked him like, are you here for filming? And then I chickened out. So. <sighs> and 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 great you know i think mm-hmm. like you know i don't feel like staff should have to and that makes me like i guess happy to be honest like mm-hmm. you don't want to be harassed i imagine you were the polite person who never brought it up mm-hmm. uh, but i imagine people do bring it up yeah and i can't say i wouldn't be that person <laughs> um but i i also would be like embarrassed and i would like be kind of not embarrassed but you know yeah I would wonder about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, so that's when, interesting. <laughs> yeah. When we first arrived, um, and this was the one, uh, speaking of the staff, everyone there is yeah. so friendly and just like yeah. so excited that you're there. And they always oh, were asking us our names and where we were from and just like being so sweet. And if it was our first time in Mexico and like yeah. where we were going, like all of this stuff. And when you arrive, you get like a, a tour of the place to start off. And yeah. I, you know, we're being this young guy is giving us a tour and I'm like seeing all of these things for the first time just like trying to keep it together like 
full eye aperture speaking of gore like full eye aperture just like just trying to like hit alex be like oh my god i can't believe we're here and like try to keep it together so this guy doesn't think i'm a total whack job (laughs) okay Okay, I just had a J Anon moment real uh-huh. quick though. My brain just J Anon, J Anon. We haven't had any J Anon this season, really. Oh my gosh. Damn, extra, extra. Get... Extra, extra. <laughs> Read all about it. So, you know how back in the day when I was convinced they were uh, uh, green screening most of Paradise? Uh huh. So it wasn't really happening at the, <laughs> the resort. <laughs> I'm just thinking now, like, maybe that's why they don't talk about it. Because it wasn't ever there, baby. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they're like bachelor in paradise what's that they haven't been here since 19 no 2017 you know like it started there but then they were like yeah. we can't keep doing this here after that one that one season oh my god we that all know one the season yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yikes I, I i swam in that pool yeah. i told i told my boyfriend like this is where corinne and demario <laughs> <Ew. laughs> had some uh trouble <laughs> Oh boy. I mean, gosh, yeah, did you feel did you feel the power in the water? Uh, like did you feel I just, everything? I felt I felt Jade and Tanner with me there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh um God. no, but I did my uh Coco the dog did hump my leg, so I felt that. Yeah. 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 Did you talk to any of the animals, the creatures rather? Um, you, I mean other actually, than Coco. <laughs> Um, we didn't see, we saw like teeny tiny little baby crabs, but what we were warned about and then what we saw were these, um, animals called Quatimundi, and they're sort of like if a raccoon and a cat had a baby. They're so cute and tiny. Um, I mean, they're like cat size. They're not tiny, tiny, but they do warn you, like, put all your food in the fridge or like Mm. lock it up because they will come into your room and take your food. And that happened to us on our first night. Our, our room had these doors that were like, they were like accordion doors. Yeah. And we didn't fully lock them. Yeah. And we had put all of our food in the fridge, but the, they still got in and opened the refrigerator and took our leftovers <laughs> out of the fridge. <laughs> and just like a bag of like wasabi peas that we had taken from the airport and just like all of this uh. stuff. And I, you know, we woke up to it as the middle of the night and I'm like, oh yeah. my God, there's someone in our room. And we look over and it's just these two cute little creatures like eating our, eating our tacos. Like these are ours now. And <laughs> Alex went down and like dealt with them. And then later he, like he is obsessed with like just animals and cats and stuff. And he loved yeah. them and he wanted to like take one home with him basically because he thought they were so cute <laughs> obsessed oh no it was just the goose he was just coming in yeah um oh my god that is so cute and funny um yeah what else do you want to say about it like over do you have like any other funny moments things you're really happy that you're gonna hold with you uh any last tips for people before we um, get into recapping yeah i mean i think it was i think it was cool it was it was a really interesting experience i never stayed in a resort before mm-hmm. um and it's not all inclusive so mm-hmm. like you do pay for your food and your drinks but they're you know cheaper i mean i live in new york city so everything that's not oh in new york God. city seems so cheap um yeah. but it is actually cheaper than you know going to you know some bar um and i don't know it was it was just interesting to be in that space and like you look around and you're like oh this is so cool like i can't believe i'm here and i've seen all these places on tv and you're like sitting on a day bed and then you realize it's like kind of damp and you look up and the 
the like canopy over you is just like a little bit mildewy and you're like oh just you know just keep in mind it's it's tv (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm obsessed because i like i don't know it makes me think about like these people that we like put on a pedestal Mm -hmm. you know or like they're just you know also experiencing that and like I I do think that like sometimes I do love thinking about overall paradise is such a beast and you know it it must be torture in so many ways like the heat the Mm -hmm. sand I like I love going to a beach but like the sand does bother me and if I had to have that like on me all the time while I'm trying to like make out with a stranger yeah and I mean it was cool like are none of the rooms are air conditioned yeah except for the well i mean we haven't even like heard of the boom boom room in the few seasons but apparently apparently the boom boom room is uh the room called soul one i have notes (laughs) is the room called soul one or soul two and that one has air conditioning but honestly there's fans everywhere and there was one night where i woke up and i was like kind of chilly and had to pull the comforter on because the fans just did their job so well. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it just depends on, like, the time of season you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, um, so there's that. They film in June. We were there in January, so. Yeah, yeah. And, and January is, like, their busy time. So you, mm-hmm. um, the the place, the place didn't ever feel crowded, though. Because I, I don't know, I, I haven't done the math on how many people can be yeah, there at a time. Right, yeah. But, I mean, it's it, just because it's small, it can feel a little crowded like there was a group of people who looked like they were in their like mid to late 30s there and they had sort of taken over one day like they took a bunch of uh like beach chairs and put yeah, their stuff yeah. on them but then they were hanging up hanging out of the pool mm-hmm. and so that was kind of frustrating like they were taking over like the two prime spots that you can be um and i think if i had been there for more than a day and a half i would have said something like hey guys like let's you know be a little more conscientious of how much space we're taking up we all paid a lot of money to be here like and yeah well and then that would have been next week on bachelor paradise madeline starts a fight (laughs) (laughs) there's a whole drama scene and you throw cake into the fire yeah (laughs) i will i will flip this beach chair (laughs) or you know whatever (laughs) but it was cool there was one couple there was like one older couple there who looked like they were in their like mid to late 60s like old uh like long haired dude like long beard long hair guy yeah. was yeah. like this guy seems like he probably retired like five years ago and it's just like making the rounds of all the mexican resorts like he's yeah. got it figured out <laughs> open button down shirt all the time <laughs> love it yeah yeah it seems like he's with somebody so otherwise he can't be the next golden bachelor no unfortunately love a traveled man um oh i love that so much uh if anyone has any questions make sure to either slide into mine or madeline's dms if you're open to that yeah absolutely people can ask and get and i'll share some photos and videos and things that you shouldn't send me later mm-hmm. uh oh i love it so much i can't i can't wait to maybe one day go there myself yeah and, and hopefully it's not canceled this summer oh yeah i know right i chris yeah. harrison chris Sit the fuck down. No yeah. one asked you. Yeah. <sighs> bye bye. Listen, <laughs> I mean, I think we kind of should take a break, but I, I, I not now. I want to do it. Now I'm gonna double down even harder because you said it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you piece of shit. Ugh. Okay. So 
let's transition into Joey for a moment. All right. And um, what are your thoughts on Joey's season? Are you loving it? Are you hating it? I, what are you thinking? I'm loving it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really surprised. Um, I think maybe like quite a few people i was like just determined to be a hater at be- at yeah. the beginning because like i just love dotton so much that i was like can he be both the winner and the next lead <laughs> um <laughs> and i was <clears throat> just thinking like oh no he's just another white guy but like he's not just another white guy <laughs> he's not. i mean he is another white guy but he's like yeah. he's a good guy <laughs> sad boy he just gets hotter every week the more we get to see his personality and the more he like knows how to talk to women like they're humans i'm just like oh the bar is in hell (laughs) yeah no truly i mean we should definitely preface it like we are just like talking about joey in comparison to like the other things we've had within Mm -hmm. this franchise i'm like he has riz and he is and it's like I get now why Charity was into him, mm-hmm. and like because yeah, he was must have been. And I guess I just didn't pay enough attention because I was so focused on the other relationships. Yeah, that I was just like, where did this come from? Like maybe I should rewatch it. Maybe it was there the whole time. But regardless, I think that in general having this power that he has, uh, which could of course eventually cause him to crash and burn because when mm-hmm. men get any extra power than they already have, I mean. Uh, but um, <laughs> I will say I am happy to see in a sense though that his to me it seems like his confidence is flourishing that he mm-hmm. is letting out this different side to him or just being a little bit more himself and like it, it you see him being funny flirty yeah he's checked in he's having a good time and in this episode we see he's having a bad time a little bit yeah but you know even then he's still Joy got sad i know Joy got real sad what, got, what are your thoughts i was um i was like really touched by it yeah. honestly yeah i, know, <laughs> I thought weird. it was a really interesting like the transition from the cold open which I, I saw your story. It was also, I also thought it was a little bit cringe to start with that. Like given the rest of the stuff that we had to pick from, I was like, mm-hmm. why not? Like, I feel like a more interesting cold open would be like him and Kelsey. A was it Kelsey a or T that we had the one-on-one date with? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I know, but yeah. you know, the, uh, the one-on-one, Kel- <laughs> the one-on-one Kelsey, like T actually like, T. <clears throat> I did look at her Instagram, yeah. T, okay. Like, uh, like maybe a clip of them, like, and him saying, like, oh, I'm going to be sick or something. Like, that would be a more interesting cold open than, like, him secretly telling Maria, I love you. Like, I don't know. But then to have that be, like, what opens the episode was a really interesting choice. I mean, I liked it, but it was like, huh, it's, like, very somber. What's going on? And, like, we get that sometimes um, with, I think, with all, like, I remember there was a moment in Clayton's we started seeing that. And, like, it's, it, he's not special in the fact that, like, he's experiencing uh, a lot of stress suddenly and is worried about, you know, going far enough into this process and having the women not feel the same way. It's actually, like, pretty standard, but it doesn't mean it's not true mm-hmm. or that it isn't hard, but it is pretty standard. But, yeah, I think the way that he described it was, like, interesting and more so it wasn't just that part of him being nervous of like opening up and having it backfire but it was also this uh, the producer says why do you feel like you're not perfect or something and he's Mm -hmm. like it's more that I feel like everyone expects me to be and I then he like crumbles a little bit more Mm -hmm. and says he struggled with not feeling perfect and I think it kind of ties back to like 
whatever his uncle was trying to tell us last season about yeah. him, you know, not showing the true Joey. Oh, I forgot and about Jenny and Joey. Yeah. So it's like, what does that mean? And it's like, ultimately, I don't think it means a piece of shit. I think it means, I think maybe the uncle's trying to let us know that he's kind of, he was like, he's kind of a fuck boy, at least. Not like in a bad way, but like, just like. Maybe. Has been like messing around. And then it's like, oh, he was probably surprised to see his nephew, like literally being this far into the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And then. But I, now seeing this side, I'm like, oh, but Joey, what's going on, actually? Like, mm-hmm. um, and is he referring to how he thinks everyone wants him to be perfect as the lead or in his life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, I mean, I mean it's got to be a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, I feel like he's, re- not just him, but, like, the show has been, like, really talking about, like, how, you know, all of his accomplishments, like, he is a professional tennis player and he like teaches other people and he like has sisters and now and like I feel like the the gays the gays play has become like such a thing now that's like Game of Roses has infiltrated them a little bit which is kind of cool um sorry yeah I mean it's it's got to be a little bit of both and I feel I really did feel bad for him and like I I thought it was kind of sweet that and he was like can we take a break can we take a B and I was like he has he has a cute way to ask if they can take a break like every little thing about him i'm just like that's so cute he did a cute thing i worry that like on a like a real level like he just maybe he has been raised by and i so it's like oh what i like about it is that he doesn't seem like a toxic alpha bro right mm-hmm. and so i think that's why we're all gravitating to him so yes. hard mm-hmm. is the contrast between some of the men is just like oh my god and but yet at the same time, I know that sometimes the downside to not being a toxic alpha bro is that you're kind of this, like, softer person mm-hmm. guy. And then you just are always trying to do your best. And you're always trying to, like, make everyone happy and no yeah. one feel uncomfortable. And I know that that can just, like, really weigh down on people. Yeah. Um, he's, like, maybe a little and... bit more manipulatable. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. And he, like, worries yeah. and he's trying to. So he's even, like, I he's crying and he needs a break. And he's, like, can we take a beat? And it's, like, yeah. You don't have to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, he felt, like, when he sent Jess home, he was, like, clearly really sad about it, but I was like, he probably wanted to send her home last week, but they wouldn't let him for the drama, and now he's, like, having to do it to her face, like, so personally. Like, that must be so frustrating. But I don't know, maybe he is also, like, secretly, like, pushing back on keeping people who he doesn't want, but I don't know. I, I could be totally making that shit up, because What's-Her-Face stayed for forever. Um, I know. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, when he sent Jess home, I was, like, not shocked, but I definitely was no. like, oh, heavens. Yeah, <laughs> he, finally. He showed us that. Yeah, he showed us that finally, like, that, like, oh, well. Yeah, because no, he I hasn't sent anyone home on a one-on-one. This was, like, the first time that he had sent someone home, like, outside of a rose ceremony. And I was like, finally, yeah. Yeah, do it, Joey. Good job. <laughs> Good job, uh, Joey Joe. Yeah, Joey, Joe, Joe, Joseph, Joey, Joe, Joseph, Gordon, Biden, uh, Levitt, um, one of the Joes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, first we get a group date, and then we get two one on ones. And I, what I did find interesting is that they, uh, really kind of fucked with the women by Jesse being like, "Hey, we're gonna read off the group date, and whoever's not on it, they get the one on one." And I just felt like that was pretty torturous of a way to do it. Yeah, that was a weird. I don't know why they chose that. That just like, I I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to mix it up. But the I don't drama. Know. I mean, it felt I I felt myself being like, oh, oh. 
Yeah. Mm. Because it literally did, like, it made a lot of the women really fucking sad. And then they went into that group date, wicked mm-hmm. upset, and Joey was already too, and so it was a whole just, like, weird day. You know? Yeah. It was definitely a group date that should have just been a one-on-one date. Yeah. Because it didn't really make, I mean, it, I'm sure it was fun, and, like, you know, those when in Rome type dates are, you know, kind of fun. You, know, it, you are, it, I feel like you could probably make them fun, no matter if it's a group date or a one-on-one, but the whole concept of it seemed much better suited to just two people. You're so right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. With the cards and everything. Yeah. So yeah. Good. Yeah. They uh, do all that stuff. It doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> I guess I did want to touch base real quick. I did not realize that Jesse spoke fluent French. <laughs> you didn't? I feel like he, he spoke French like last season. <laughs> Probably I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Oh my god. And this is my this is my like little thing that pinged for me is he says je t'aime to all of the women with Joey there, and then later he's acting like he doesn't know what it means. I mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Oh oh, oh. it means I love you. Uh, and then yes. when Maria gets him to say it, I'm like, uh-huh. there's no way. He doesn't know what je t'aime means. I feel like <laughs> even if you don't know French, like that's kind of just one of the phrases that you probably just have around. You just kind of know. Not like, me, apparently. I <laughs> Maybe not. I watched the episode, but I. But also, like, I, I was watching it daylight mm-hmm. in between taking care of a toddler. So, you know. It was, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was funny. Um... And, uh, yeah, so we get to the nighttime portion, though, and Joey opens up that he is feeling a little rough, and he's, like, a little nervous about connections, and then everyone is also, ex- you know, experiencing that. They're realizing mm-hmm. they're down to, like, the kind of, like, close to the end. Yeah. And they all kind of start to, um, melt down a little bit in various ways. What is, is there anyone in particular yeah. we want to talk about? I just made the note that four different people had a conversation that started with today was really hard or some version of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, one of them being Jess, of course, and we yeah. saw how that turned out, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. It was, I mean, this is obviously the beginning of like Lexi's storyline of the episode, which was really just kind of sad. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I respect it. I respect mm-hmm. that she, I, I think it was really smart um, and kind of dynamic to have the conversation, to be honest. Like, in some ways, it's like a little like, okay, whatever, just like, you know, I, I don't know. I, there was times where I was kind of like, oh, can we just speed it along a little bit? But, but what it was is important. So, like, she mm-hmm. has endometriosis. She doesn't know if she can conceive uh, naturally. She might have to do various different fertilization, or, um, fertility journeys and that you know is on her mind and so she asked joey like what's your timeline roughly and i i guess it's like wow he like he has to just answer that kind of like cold shot um mm-hmm. and i think he did okay being like it could change also it could change with different people but this is kind of what i thought and and, and, I, and to her credit later on she was like literally no one's wrong or right yeah his timeline's great my timeline is great, but yeah. I don't think they're going to match. And I guess I was annoyed at first because I kind of thought it was going to turn into a nothing burger and that she was just going to be like, oh, I'll stay anyway. Which we'll again, figure it fine. out. Yeah. 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 Which is fine. I shouldn't be such a bitch, but I, <laughs> um, I'm just like, let's go. I just want to like, okay. But uh, yeah. but the fact that she it, it, it did end up being 
like that, that yeah, was like what she big enough for, for her to yeah. yeah i mean his timeline makes a lot of sense obviously like you know someone for 20 minutes and then you're engaged to them like you do want to actually spend some time getting yeah. to know them but um i was honestly feeling a lot of empathy for lexi mm-hmm. because of this like and i like had to go and like figure out how old she was and like because if she was doing this and she was like leia's age different feelings yeah. but yeah. she and i are the same age like we i also really want to have my own kids and like as far as i know you know knock on wood i don't have anything that's gonna make that hard but i still feel that like pressure to have it happen like really soon and like to be in different places where like she's just met this guy like I've been in my relationship for um almost two years now and like to still feel like that like this like timeline is like bearing down on me like not that I'm like you know making it my whole personality but like it is I just I just was feeling really bad for her and I like I'm really glad that I talked to my therapist about it earlier today and not you know (laughs) was working all of that out here on the podcast (laughs) no 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 I love it I think it's important I think what's like really great about what her story is too is that it's a different version of like kind of that conversation we see on the show of just wanting kids Mm -hmm. like right away like like for this like other pressure but it's more acknowledging that there is like this other there is another form of pressure, mm-hmm. and it's, like, societal, it's familial, it's, like, a lots of things. Yeah. It's also just personal. Like, maybe you just genuinely feel that way, right? Yeah. Um, and and I, you actually shouldn't feel bad for that. Like, if that's actually what you really drives you to, like, do things and to find somebody and to do stuff, like, I think that's great. Yeah. Um, and so I, yeah, I respected it, and I think she handled it well, and he was sad about it. And I, But I also think it just goes to show, like, I mean, while I am loving Joey, like, he is kind of young, and, mm-hmm. or, I don't know, he's just like, yeah, I don't know, <sighs> whatever. I mean, Maybe he's 28, like, I, I, yeah. one of the things that I just, like, that I just sort of realized, um, is he, most of the people that he's kept so far, like, our, la- our final, what is this, our final six, are, like, mostly mm-hmm. 30 or late 20s, which mm-hmm. is amazing, because, mm-hmm. like, Kelsey is 30 or 31. Um, Maria's 29. I think I think probably Jen is pretty young, but maybe she just seems that way because she's just, like, so bubbly. Um, but I feel like most of the people who are left are not, like, 22, 23. Like, he so sent his yeah. 23-year-olds home. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go, uh, go, you know, go back, do some homework, make sure you don't date Nick Vial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, could you imagine yeah. Natalie on that show? Um, so yeah, I yeah I love it, and mm. I'm glad that she. And I imagine we'll hear more from her on her journey in a way that I think is really important for yeah you know the prime demographic of this show. Yeah, so. I mean, if she's as religious as it, she made it seem on our one on one, like she might already be engaged to someone. You, we never know. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't that happen to? I feel like that's happened a couple of times recently, where like Brooklyn or whatever her name was, like, got off of paradise and was immediately like, yeah, never mind, I'm engaged to a cowboy. You know, I want to say, is, uh, last week, Medina, yeah, 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 Medina, uh, did a, um, kind of, like, a whole Instagram reel, a little bit about, like, her drama and all these different things, and her, kind of a, what we didn't see, a little bit of her thought process with, well, she was afraid that she's too old, etc., uh, was that she said something that I thought was really interesting is that as far as a contestant, if you are like from casting to like the, by the time you're like kind of free, 
that's like a year minimum of your life, mm. if not more, if you go on to paradise or whatever, where you can't date mm. easily, at least, mm-hmm. uh, or at all. And she, so she's like, yeah, sure, I'm only 31, but it's like now you're going to add 32, 33 mm-hmm. of time that I'm not actively trying to go out and meet the person that I'm going to have yeah. a kid with. And I was like, damn, that is so true yeah. for the older ones. Like, yeah, 23, not a big deal. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, I remember I when I first, I mean, that was, oh my God, like four years ago now when I start, first started watching the beginning of the pandemic. I remember seeing mm-hmm. people who were like 30 and 31 on the show being like, oh my God, how sad. And now I'm just like grown up and I'm like, get over yourself. <laughs> like... <laughs> It, no, it happens so at any age. <laughs> it happens at any age. And, and who's to say, you know. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely was like, oh, that is interesting that your life is kind of put on this weird, like, yeah. pause in a way, depending on how you look at the whole situation, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, yeah. Then, um, yeah, we send, we he sends Jess home eventually. He has a great talk with Jen, mm-hmm. uh, who I'm loving so much. Yeah. She says that she is falling for him. Mm-hmm. That's and, exciting. Um, exciting. Oh, yeah. Then he has a moment with the other Kelsey. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The other Kelsey, um, where she also says that she's falling for him. And in both cases, he does this really cute thing where he just is like, basically like, Say it again. Or what, girl? <laughs> oh my god, he gets all like blushy. I know. And into it. And, um, like, I'm like confused now. I'm like, wait, is he picking either of these women kind of vibes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's been, like, Jen has been sort of a sleeper hit for me. Like, I, you know, I thought she was like cute and fun, but like didn't really consider that she would go all the way until like this episode. And now she's in my like pretend top four. Um, yeah, but so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, he seems really excited about both of those. Mm-hmm. He was like, I, "I'm jumping for joy. I'm really into it." I'm like, "Okay." Right. Um, and then the, so yeah, he sends Jess home. He tells the ladies about it, and they're like, "Oh boy, shit's getting real." Mm-hmm. And she doesn't get to say goodbye, he, which sucks. No, yeah, that is kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Her BFF Leia was must be so devastated. She was like, what the fuck? Um, no, truly. And it's like, oh, the, the, her sin was just being like, I really like you and I can see myself falling for you or I am kind of falling for you. And he's like, mm, ooh, yikes. Never mind. Uh, then, uh, yeah. And then he gives Jen the group date rose, which I love mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm team Jen. And then that's kind of it. So then we get some one-on-one dates. First up is uh, Kelsey. Mm -hmm. uh, Has trust issues, so she gets the trust Mm -hmm. date. They said (laughs) trust with a capital T. Yes. Kelsey T for trust. Yes. I love that. (laughs) With the trust issues. Yeah, they do some, like, Circus Delay kind of stuff. The lady is so funny. (laughs) Uh, I, you know, I know English is probably your second language, but I loved her interactions with Joey. It was just so awkward. Yeah. So cringe. Um, doing all these, like, silly fun activities and bounces and jumps and, like, then they spin Joey for no less than six mm-hmm. hours. Uh, Poor man. Like a rotisserie chicken. And he was, I, I wonder if he did vomit at some I point. really want to, but I feel like they would have shown it because didn't they, when What's-Her-Face mm-hmm. on Nick's mm-hmm. season threw up, we got to see it. Uh, 
I, I love your beverage <laughs> beverage situation. <laughs> yeah, it's really truly like let's go. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking my whiskey. I love I love PB I'm I went to school in Richmond, Virginia, and PBR is sometimes referred to as the people's beer of Richmond. Oh, cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, PBR. I haven't had PBR in so long. I should have had some. I knew, I knew it was your drink, so I should have had some yeah. tonight, but yeah. no. just Yeah, that's how they, they do in Portland. That's, they let us drink water, coffee, and PBR. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's a really sweet day. Mm-hmm. I'm. It's, it's giving me flirty fun vibes, and uh, I stuff like this is cute because, like, it's not, there's not, like, no one's going to die, mm-hmm. and yet they still get a good, like, interaction. Yeah, and, they get that, um, like, dopamine flowing and, like, yeah. the stress yeah. hormones go in and they, mm-hmm. you know, bond over it. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Yeah, and her, but her nighttime portion was really interesting, um, yeah. just because, like, I was really, obviously, just, I'm always curious what, if someone says, like, I've got trust issues, I'm like, all right, do you really, or did, did your cat die, or is it, like, real? And hers are real. <laughs> No, so true. That's so true. And I thought to myself, I was bitter as hell. I was like, oh, another cheating story is going to come my way, which is so traumatic and not great and totally valid for trust reasons, Mm -hmm. trust breaking, you know, feelings. But I was just like, I don't know if I can sit through another fucking, the stunning, gorgeous, amazing, smart, perfect woman getting cheated on over and over again, Mm -hmm. right? I'm just like, just like, I can't right now. My soul cannot take that. And instead, I got crushed. Oh, my God, Because it was such a sad story of her connection with her father being such a beautiful, important one of her childhood, and then it suddenly shifting Mm -hmm. when she decided to go to college and kind of pursue her adult life, and she gets basically excommunicated from what I'm understanding online as a Jehovah's Witness. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I sort of assumed that what it was too, but I didn't. I didn't know why I yeah, was assuming yeah, that. The yeah. way she she kept referring to it as the religion, I think, is what made me think it was Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. But I didn't yeah. want to make any assumptions. Who knows? Yes. Um. I think there was. A, I I saw somewhere. I'm trying to find where I saw it, but I um. I think that what's interesting is, like, I think there's obviously a lot of times where religion can cause huge strife in family situations mm-hmm. and, like, can cause people to have to be moved out and or, like, uh, cut off uh, for just, like, regular Christianity. Um, I mean, maybe Jewish faith, lots of different faiths, I'm sure, because there can be people who are um, really extremists in all of them. Mm-hmm. But it did click to me. I was like, oh, yeah, Jehovah's Witness and, like, that kind of stuff. I don't know a ton about it, and I would love people to DM me and give me some info, but, like, it, I, from what I understand is they really do, like, excommune you if you mm. are not even going to, like, if you're not going to do it to the level that which they really, like, require from you, you are, like, not involved anymore mm. versus, like, some other, like, if you yeah. maybe don't participate at the same level, you're still kind of in the family or whatever. Yeah. Huh. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any experience with that or just like... Um, no, thankfully. I grew yeah. up in a in a Unitarian Universalist church, <laughs> which is just a little a little liberal bubble in the world of religion. Um, I, I, I mean, I grew up in the South, so that was a little yeah. different. And I, I, had a, I had a kid who would make fun of me for not believing in God, Austin Carr, mm. if you're out there, if you're listening. <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> Uh, he would uh, he would make fun of me for not believing in God when I was in elementary school. But other than that, no, I'm good. <laughs> what about you? 
Any religious no, trauma for you? Um, some minor, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast. I, my, my family was pretty, like, not religious, but my mother, we, she was a single mom for a while, and she had to, like, have somebody babysit me. Like, she needed childcare, and so she used one of the local churches mm. as, as that, as that option, which I think many people have to. Um, and I was there, and they, at one point, found out that I hadn't been baptized, or whatever <gasps> oh. it is that you, Yeah. Um, and they brought me, they, so I was in like the child area doing the, you know, kids stuff being taken care of. And then when they found that out, they took me out and brought me over to the church and where the adults were and put me at like the front with all the people in it. This is like oh. still a weekday. So it wasn't like a big church <laughs> service. And they told everyone that I was like this poor child that had not been whatever. Oh my God. How old were you? <laughs> I was about like nine oh or God. something. And then they all came up to me and like prayed on me. Oh, good. And um, was it was pretty like it was kind of rough, but I mean that's not traumatic, but it was just like not great. Um, And when my mom found out of it, she she took me out. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I respect my mom for that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was in my second Girl Scout troop. Um, the the leaders of that troop were a little more religious than my first ones had been, so they didn't like that I would take the Lord's name in vain. What if I would say, "Oh my God," or "Jesus Christ"? They'd be like. How dare to stop? That's a curse. Don't do it. But yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Um, and I just really do I, I just I think it's not any secret to anyone that I feel like it makes me so sad when I think about parents choosing other things than their kids. Yeah. Um, in so many ways when it comes to like trans transitioning, homosexuality, mm-hmm. um, just any sorts of things. And Kelsey said it perfectly. She's like, I I don't have an exact quote, but she's like, I just didn't understand why I had to be all that. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, my, my heart to everybody. Yeah. I mean, we'll see if she makes it to the top four. Like if, if dad is there, cause that would be, that would be very dramatic. That would be yeah. fun and dramatic, but maybe not fun. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, but interesting because yeah. we've never had this. Now we had Dean and his father, which had a weird oh, religious yeah. situation. Yeah, that was weird. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was thinking, like, this is the first time we've ever had something exactly like this. And I am very fascinated. And I will see. I, I am interested to see if the show's going to, like, mm-hmm. use it or not use it or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, and then we get our final one on date with um... Maria. Oh, Maria, of course. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I just, when have we ever had a pretty woman date that was so, like, electric? Like, and I was trying to put this into the stories, and I don't feel like I really described it well, and I don't know if I even have the words now, but it's just like, you know, there's just there's just been a difference. A lot mm-hmm. of times the women are just, like, really, really, like, sweet and like, oh my, oh my gosh, God, I can't I've believe never... I've never owned anything that expensive, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like... Give it to me. And he's rock hard the whole time watching her try on these dresses. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that boner, that JoJo boner. Oh, my God. <sighs> so good. So it was just, like, really fun to see that version mm-hmm. of it. And uh, we'll get into that more. But we'll start in the car. I mean, what a little banter moment. I was... I, it, I feel like for me at least, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, mm-hmm. it's like she is 
such a great contestant on so many levels. I'm like, last week, I'm like, ooh, is she going to be like a Courtney Robertson, um, you know, super villain that makes it to the end? Uh, but she, but in this case, like, I don't really feel like she's a villain. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not that even Courtney was a bad person or anything. I think she's probably a lovely woman. But, um, or, or is she just this, like, she's... She has a little bit of Caitlin Bristow in her. She has mm-hmm. a little bit of, like, the coof in her. She's very sweet, but she's, you know, fiery or yeah. whatever. Um, she, my roommate was like, I thought Canadians are supposed to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, and I, like, love that because I'm like, she's just so cunty, but then mm-hmm. she also is really, like, sweet. And, uh, and... But the ba- she's funny though. Yeah. I was truly just like I think I wrote in my notes like I am just cheesing this whole time, this whole li- the whole limo ride. I was just like I love this. I love them together. I love her. I just and I my only thing that worries me is that he's not going to be enough for her. That's what worries me because I don't want to phrase it as in like she's too much for him. I think the, nope. sh- he's not going to be enough for her. And they have to, like, if, because, you know, she said she's an introvert, but, you know, who knows, really. It seems like that's not entirely true, but, like, we don't know her personally, so we can't really make any judgments. But I just feel like they're going to really have to, like, figure out how to communicate when he's like, I need to be quiet, and I need (laughs) you to entertain yourself for a little while. And I don't even think that that could be even a problem. I think yeah. she's very great to go entertain herself, mm-hmm. like, all these different things. But I do think that, like, I yeah, I see what you're saying. There's definitely a difference to that that nuance of, like, too much versus he's not enough for her. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a slide against him. Yeah, it's just, no. Like, They're just different people. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. They could just end up yeah. being, like, different levels of energy, different, like, needs. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I love them. And I <laughs> And I think, and I think she's like, she's kind of like Dotton for me right now where like, I want her to win, but I also kind of want her to be the next lead, but I also think she would absolutely destroy in paradise. So I don't know. I just, any, anything she wants to do, I am down. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. And I think she's getting like enough celeb level, like attention mm-hmm. that she could go and fucking date like Timothy Chalamet if she wanted, oh my like God. steal him from Kylie Jenner. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, maybe that was the wrong celebrity, but I, you know, like it just, yeah, I feel like she has that it factor. I've been seeing Mm -hmm. people on TikTok talk about her that I like never, I don't even follow, but they're just Mm -hmm. starting to put in my feed because people are just like, and so we find out her dad is kind of rich. Um, somehow, I don't know Mm -hmm. how we find this out, but, uh, you know, and somebody was on TikTok's prof, um, putting forward the idea that she's maybe even had just like a level of media training. Like she's just so good on the show. And I think that it shows, like, her confidence, her... Yeah. Her, and, it, yeah, and it's gotten her in hot water for sure. And I don't think she's perfect. And I think that, you know, she said in a TikTok this week that before the, the episode aired that she is not proud of a lot of her actions. Mm-hmm. Like, she seems... When you watch this TikTok, maybe I'll try to share it. She seems so level-headed about it and mm-hmm. um, in a way that is, like... She's just like, we all were, we were all just like so tired and, and, and sassy. And so I yeah. just, um, it'll be interesting to see what she does on, on Women Tell All if she, unless oh my she God. fucking wins. Yeah. It would be so <laughs> fun to have her on Women Tell All, but like, we'll see if she's there. Um, yeah, I was, I mean, it helps. And, and you know, again, it helps that she's 29. 
Like, she's had a little more time to cook than someone like Leia. Um, and it's so funny that, like, most of the women who are coming at her are younger. I think Sydney was, like, 25. Leia and Jess are both 23. And, you know, not to say, you know, not to be weird about young people. I was one once. Like, we were all there once. But <laughs> um, this was something I was actually – I have, like, a, a small family group chat of, like, my cousins and my sister who all listen to – or watch the show. And um, – I was putting in there, like, you have to remember that, like, these people, they have nothing to distract them or ground them in reality. And so little things are going to get so crazy blown out of proportion so fucking fast. Like, you don't have, like, you can't even, like, go and just, like, read a book and be by yourself and, like, call your best friend and be like, can you give me some advice? Because all of these women that you don't even super know that well are the only ones and, and the people who, like... Are, their whole job is to make fun TV are the only ones like talking to you. And so it's, I feel like it's really easy to like not know what's true anymore very quickly. Um, so genuinely true. Like literally I cannot, I like when you said that I really pictured myself and I just think that even with like the way that I spiral so easy mm -hmm. in my own life and how quickly a quick call from a friend or even me just venting in a voice message mm -hmm to a friend saves me and how they don't even have access to that yeah. you know it's yeah. like you can't even when yeah, yeah when true. I was like applying for the show and I also got like my one of my cousins to nominate me because I thought maybe that would work better I was like in my head thinking like I would be so good at this like I went to theater school like I have been on backgrounds and stuff like I've done one day on a reality show before like I'm so level-headed like thinking so highly of myself like I would be fine but like I am worried that if I was ever on a show like this, I would end up getting, like, a an Olivia Caridi-type edit. Yes. Because I would just be, like, be to myself, and then people would be like, what's wrong with her? Get away from me. <laughs> I hate her. Like, so true. she doesn't bear her midriff. <laughs> Something's wrong with her. <laughs> no, literally. And that's why I would, I would become the villain so quickly, because I would just be like, do you need to eat? Are you, do you need to sleep? Yeah. Are you hungry? But it would come off the way they would edit it. Like I was being like, uh, you need a nap. Yeah. Like you're acting fucking crazy. And they would be like, this fucking yeah. cunt thinks she knows. And I'm like, no, I was just trying to. Yeah. And it's, what's crazy is they probably have footage that could make us not like Maria the same way. Exactly. That, I mean, and I feel like maybe like a Courtney Robertson type is like maybe a little more extreme. So I don't want to compare her to Courtney, but mm -hmm. you know, there was probably a way to edit Courtney to make her seem fine. And yeah that did not that's not what happened or to make olivia seem fine and that's not what happened so um, well i mean i think and not that i think that vanessa grimaldi is a bad person but i mean i feel like it, there was scuttlebutt that she was not like mm -hmm. the most liked in the house and they made her the fucking winner yeah but they didn't make her they didn't make her a villain winner like courtney yeah you know so it's like yeah and like um, what what bachelor clues has talked about on game of roses that like Vanessa and Rachel had this huge fight that there was yeah. that there was footage of but you know that was their lead and their their winner so they couldn't put yeah. it on TV which no, you know so you, literally... you know you know let's not let women be full human beings with good days and bad how how dare we right. how yeah, dare women so contain multitudes yeah. absolutely absolutely <laughs> especially a black woman in Rachel's yeah. case you know so yeah um yeah, so true, so real. Mm -hmm. um, I, so genuine, so but, real. So genuine, so real. And I think that I was like, this lady is going to fantasy suites, though. I, this cinched it for me. Mm -hmm. 
Because the show wants this whole, like, vibe. And, like, they've been playing up his attraction to her mm-hmm. and, uh, vibe, all, the, and her whatever. And, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I think. But I think she's a wonderful person and I am just so excited. And just the way he looks at her when, speaking of the cold open, when she's asking him to, like, say je t'aime and he's, I feel like acting like he doesn't know what it means. There's no way. Um, the way that he looks at her when he says je t'aime the second time, I was like, oh my god, who's he gonna get married? I love them. He loves her. I just think, I, I, and I think it's, he wants a woman like her. I just don't think that it would work. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it would. Maybe it'd just be like, you know, because they're not opposites, but I'm no. feeling a little bit like maybe opposites attract. True. In and this he is, yeah, and he is funny and silly and goofy and mm-hmm. um, it could be. A and we've seen the funny, be. silly, goofy side of him come out with other women besides Maria, too. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I would be. Yeah, I would be suspicious if it was like she's just bringing it out because I'm just like, oh well, yeah. Who wouldn't have a really good time with her, right? Yeah. You know, like uh, Sydney. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> she's the devil, apparently. So. But yeah, did you see that TikTok I shared last week? Though this one person was like putting forward the idea that some of the women have like un checked oh yeah um, that they're like erotic yeah, yeah bisex- secretly feelings. bisexual and don't yeah. realize it and yet. i and I, I and i no one made any fuss about it so i think everyone knows i wasn't saying like i think this is actually true yeah and i don't think that any all of the women who have issues with her are like that but i do i do love the headcanon of like that does happen mm-hmm. and um the book that i'm reading here for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. is um about a two women falling in love on a bachelor like show and i don't know that that's the exact like i don't know if that's this kind of little weird storyline of like aggression turned to love will be a part of it or not but i could see it the way they are describing the contestants and just like their jealousies over the one Mm. contestant who is queer that isn't known to be queer Mm -hmm. by anyone else is just so interesting and funny to me and um i'm really excited to keep reading it so check it out when it comes out in may and i will hopefully have the authors on at some point for a little interview so sweet um, she gets the rose. Did she really give us any more trauma? What was her trauma? Um, I don't think so. All I have yeah. here is, uh, that they're so cute together and a caveated LL3, but I can't remember what I meant by that. I mean, right, I know yeah. LL3 is love level three, but caveated, like, I wish she... I had written down what I actually meant. Yeah. And then we get Indie started... Folk Darling yeah. Feist, um, to play, to, to play for them. Oh, I missed that. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Feist. Oh, Throwback. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I love. What? That's crazy. They got Michael Bolton. They got fucking. Was it Michael Bolton? Mm-hmm. Who was Yeah, that? Michael yeah. Bolton. Wow. Yeah. Wow, this season. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like it's a little problematic. Okay, anyway, so. <laughs> and then we get Lexi leaving, which we've already right. like, talked about a lot. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay, Lexi leaves. She has a little talk, talk, blah, blah, blah. And then we have a pretty dramatic rose ceremony, which I thought was interesting because 
as they go to like do it, there's a guy that enters into the room and he removes a cloth from the room. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if this is happening every time and we've just never seen it. Yeah, that was a choice. <laughs> it was a choice. In fact, because we got to see the reaction of the women being. <gasps> there's only three. There's only three. Oh my god. Do you think, I mean, I think I can probably guess what you're going to say, but that Lexi would have stayed. That there would have been four roses on that table if Lexi was still there. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, he would have sent her or somebody else home next week during mm-hmm. a like one-on-one day in mm-hmm. her group. Like he would, they would have gotten rid of them quick because it is good to have usually six before to go down to the four. Mm-hmm. Um. So now we're sitting at a six before the four, yeah. and uh, the people he sends home are mm-hmm. uh, Caitlin who I wish had got more screen time because I do not really recall much about mm-hmm. her. Caitlin, to me, she reminded me a lot of how I've thought about Gabby in the beginning on um, Clayton's season. Because I remember thinking, like, oh, my God, this girl's, like, such a ditz, like, but she's, like, kind of funny. Blah, blah, like, I don't know. We'll see. But then, like, Gabby really popped and obviously, like, became the icon that we all know and love. Um, and I feel like Caitlyn just, like, maybe didn't get that opportunity. Or maybe she's just not as funny as Gabby. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. We'll, we'll see. never know unless, unless she's on Paradise. Yeah. And then uh, he sent home Leia. Yeah. Yeah. She's joined the ranks of femp recipients who have flamed out midway through season. <laughs> Oh my gosh and then you think about how she threw the card away oh my god but what is so interesting is because i think we all were talking about this last week is that we thought oh this maybe this week or the next week she will be down to a point where she wishes she could have used that card mm-hmm. and she threw it away and then she goes home now i guess this week is technically that like she in theory could have totally taken kelsey or maria's date mm-hmm. and but what is interesting is they didn't even bring it up I, well, the producer asked her in the car, do you have any regrets? Oh. oh! And then she didn't answer. I feel like, if anything, that was maybe her one big regret. <laughs> I feel like she still would have gone home. Like, she would have stole, probably would have stolen Maria's date, but then gone home. But, I mean, if she hadn't thrown the card in the fire, she probably would not have gotten the first impression rose either. So. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god, this is so crazy. Because yeah, yeah that, and week one, I was like, I, I was like, this is a good choice that she did because it totally showed her in a good light. Mm-hmm. He loved it, Fimp Rose, and had she kept it, it, it would have been fine. But like, yeah, like I feel like if she eventually had taken her card and used it, it would have messed it up because like he he just would have been like, no, I wanted time with that other woman. Like, yeah, this is weird. And even though like he knows it's not her fault. And etc. It's like you just can't really. Yeah. 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 She made the right choice because in the end, I think you're right. She still would have sent her home. Yeah. So. What's I saw one of those like comments by celebs Instagrams where someone had taken a screenshot of, um, her replying to a comment that said like you know, wow, these producers are doing her dirty. I wonder why it is. And someone had said, like, I bet it's because she threw the card in the fire. And she responded, yep, or something like that. And I don't, I guess, I don't know. It's so funny because they made her seem so cool and great for it. And then they just twisted it and made her seem like a little bitch. (laughs) 
Yeah. And not that I think yeah. she is a little bitch, but, you know. No, exactly. No, they, it's, yeah, they, it's weird. And, like, it's all, yeah, maybe it's true. Maybe that is the truth. And then, but I just think it's interesting. I think that they would have, maybe not. Maybe the gameplay is to not make it a big deal on their, on the producer's end. To not show their hand that they were punishing her. I don't mm-hmm. know. It just, the fact that it ended up not really being the a focal point of her actual exit. Mm-hmm is fascinating to me and I think I have to think about that and just think about like what that actually means as far as like were they upset did it did it fall into their like I I don't know because like I feel like they liked it I think it worked out perfectly for everybody Mm -hmm. except for her of course yeah (laughs) um but I mean that's just the thing that's why it was so dramatic when it happened because like they've never done something like that before and it really just shot her in the foot I just feel like it just you never but I guess in the beginning, I thought that it was going to benefit her so much mm-hmm. that it would carry her close to the end. And I think either they just didn't have a match or she wasn't that fun. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. The last few seasons of Bachelor, the person who gets the first impression rose just like never gets a one-on-one date, like just kind of flames out by mid-season. And it's just, it's really interesting that they're not like giving them a date really early on because I remember on Katie's season Greg got like the very first one-on-one after getting yeah. the first impression rose and you know we all saw how that ended but <sighs> but like still I mean yeah obviously went far and he got dates and mm-hmm. like so uh yeah it's interesting I mean I always think that men are just not that good at choosing you know mm-hmm. you know but it's a, it's just interesting yeah. it is interesting like what does it really mean so um Farewell. We will see you at Women Tell All. And then mm-hmm. next week, they're going to go to Jasper. Jasper. I wrote Jasper, question mark, LOL, because all of them went, oh. Yeah. Clink. Yeah. We're so excited. I was like, oh. well, Even the Canadian was like, oh. Jasper? Okay. All okay. right. Okay. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Uh, it looks pretty. There's, you know, it's just going to be more drama. Mm-hmm. We'll see how he whittles them down to four. You know, will it be on a one-on-one date? Who will get the coveted, like, second one-on-one date that usually happens? Who, I mean, so who do we have left that hasn't had a date, I guess? That hasn't had a one-on-one date? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone. Yeah, okay, I yeah. was thinking that. Yeah, because both Kelsey's have had it. Maria, Rachel, Jen, and Daisy. Everyone has had, so, like, both one-on-ones are going to be seconds. It seems like Daisy gets it. And then, I don't know who the other person is, but... A long-haired brunette, but I don't know who that means. That's, you know, that could be anyone. <laughs> yeah. A couple of them. Um, wowee. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm gonna have to think about how if that's ever really happened before or not. Because if it hasn't, that's interesting as far as, like, damn, good job, Joey. Yeah. I think he really is just, like, really giving... He, he, yeah, I, like, wow. Yeah, like, I mean, job. he didn't send any of his one-on-one dates home, Yeah, which yeah. I feel like is also really unusual. Right. Um, so you're like, you have, you, the question is, is he having more control over the one-on-one dates? That's, yeah, that would be, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. Versus, uh, you know, sure, he lets them keep some villains and lets them keep, do whatever. Yeah. But like in exchange no no i'm gonna pick the one-on-one dates i really am interested in mm-hmm. and obviously he likes a lot of these different women yeah like he just yeah it's like okay no these are the ones i'm, I'm interested in and now i'm literally going into the final six and every single one of them is at a one-on-one date yeah 
So who's your, who's, I know you've talked about this before, but maybe it's changed. Who's your top four now? Or like, do you have like who you think is going to win and all that? I think, um, I think, uh, gosh, wow. Wow, it changes a little bit. Gosh, 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 gosh. I think Maria, because I just, I can't say how it's not going to. I think Rachel, Jen, I guess, and then Daisy or something. I think Daisy has, I, I like Daisy. She's like maybe a little bit conservative, whatever. I'm not talking about it. I don't care. Um, I like her. I actually don't. I don't enjoy her though. Like I don't find anything like super like whatever. I don't think she's a bad person. Mm-hmm. She's great, but like I don't really see it, and I don't see it between them. Yeah. I don't. So as far as like who I really would hope would go through is I really hope it's like um, one of the Kelseys. So mm-hmm. like honestly, I feel like it's a really good match with either of them. Like yeah. he's really into both. So I don't need to be like one of the Kelseys, but I just genuinely think I like I like both of them, and I think he likes both of them. So one of the Kelseys. Jen, Rachel, and then Maria. Yeah. Yeah, I have the same top four Maria, Rachel, Jen, and Daisy. And I only, again, only have Daisy in there because I feel like they've just been editing her to be the next lead. And I have have the same kind of feelings. Like, she seems lovely. She seems sweet and bubbly and cute. And obviously she has an interesting story and, like, what a terrible illness to go through. (laughs) But, yeah, I just feel like I'm getting more, like, personality from the other girls the other women um but yeah i feel like it could like i would love i have loved rachel since early on like she's my other like thing like my other like maybe number two besides maria right now but i don't know if he feels the same way i really like rachel (laughs) i really like rachel for him too yeah, no, it's true. And I, Jen, Jen has been kind of like my day one mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. and I think he would like her. <laughs> I don't know if she's like fully the right. I don't know. I, yeah, it's hard to say. Hard to say. Yeah, yeah, but I also I feel like both Kelseys are going home next week. Sorry, uh, what do you say? Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. I think he has chemistry with almost all of them. Yeah. Like really, and it's like hard to say. Yeah, that's interesting. That I mean, we see in the preview for next week, Daisy pulling like a I'm not just gonna tell you I love you just to get a rose thing so yeah maybe but it might like spur him to kind of go on this journey of like thinking about his real connections like I could see it like I would kind of love her to have that moment for her right mm-hmm. like hell yeah bitch and then uh leave maybe mm-hmm. um and then that causes him to spiral which is sad but then hopefully brings out a good experience for him yeah. or whatever um a la brooks and desiree Desiree. oh my god i was watching her season on tubi and then um i was i watched up to like i think hometowns and then stopped for a while and then went back to finish it and it's gone from tubi now so i can't i didn't even get to the brooks leaving part and it's just the only place i've been able to find it is on amazon and i'm not paying jeff bezos to watch this show absolutely not that's so true yeah that's like double negative no um, gosh, I hope one day you can, because as you probably heard, it is my favorite finale, yeah. hands down. It's, yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I know of it. I know what happens, exactly. but I want to yeah. see it with my own eyeballs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is my favorite, hands down. So, um, maybe something like that happens. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, I love that. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this was so fun. So much fun. You have to come back. I would um, love to do that. <laughs> And especially during paradise. Yeah. <laughs> be like, I've been there. <laughs> I've kissed on that day, but. 
Oh my god, iconic. Um, yeah, thank you so much. This has been really great. Thank you. Uh, where do you want people to follow you? Sure. And stalk you? Yeah, they can follow me. Please don't stalk me. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm on Instagram and TikTok at the underscore lovegrove. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram. I started this um, page for this swan that lives on the beach in Astoria, Queens, where I, li- where I live. Um, so if you find the Hallett's Cove swan, you can follow that too. <laughs> Love that. I will link that. Oh, and I meant to ask earlier when you mentioned it. What we'll find out. We'll talk about this, and then we'll enter out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what reality show were you on? Oh, one day. Oh, it was. Um, it was on Snapchat. Um, it was called Second Chance. <laughs> <laughs> it was on. It was a uh, one of when Snap. I'd, I've not been on Snapchat yeah. in yeah, years days, and years. Though. Yeah. Um, but yeah. when one of the the A and E channel had a show called Second Chance, and it was about where they brought pairs of exes back together because one of them wants a second chance. And it was when I was really focusing on trying to be an actor and I found it on a job board. And I had like reconnected and just been like friendly with my ex from college. And so I I emailed him and I was like, do you want to do this? This would be hilarious. And he was like, yeah, sure. Because it was like a $600 paycheck and for just the day. And so we applied and we did like all of these rounds of interviews and like we would talk about our relationship and why it ended and all this stuff. And then we got it. And so we went on the show and I don't know if you can still find it. I think I have it on my YouTube because I have like old like acting clips on my YouTube. So if you search for it there, you can find it. But yeah, it was this story where he he had... um, I'm going to air his dirty laundry. He cheated on me at the end of our relationship, and that was part of what broke us up. Um, and so the storyline that they picked for us was that he wanted a second chance. Um, and so that was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. And me as The Bachelor right now, mm-hmm. Madeline, I think that really shows that you're such a strong person, and mm-hmm. I don't think you deserve anyone ever treating you I'm like just, that. I'm just really willing to forgive and move on and, like, be friends with exes. <laughs> that's really important. Yeah. I think that's great. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's a good thing we broke up because now he's like fully living his like queer life and like has, you know, it's great. So I'm like, I love that. Hell yeah. So happy for him. <laughs> that's great. I, was, I know I was going to make the joke of like, and it's the boyfriend you went to Mexico with. No. Hello. <laughs> Bring him out. Hello. Love is real. Yeah. No, um, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cute. Okay. I love that. Well, you know, maybe we will see you one day on the ultimatum. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if Lexi and I get too, maybe of our storylines align too much. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) That's my therapist brought up the ultimatum today too. She was like, "Have you ever seen it? I've only watched the queer version." I'm like, "Of course you have. You have short hair like me." (laughs) Well, first of all, I love her. Yeah, I love this therapist immediately. Green flag. And yeah. No, I've been, like, recommending the ultimate to everyone, apparently, that I know who's in a couple. I'm like, oh, you're in a romantic relationship but not married? Have you heard about a show called? <laughs> he would never. He would never no. go for it. Good. And <laughs> good for him. Green flag. Doesn't even have flag. social media. I mean, he has social media, but he, like, doesn't right. look at it. It's great. He doesn't Green even. Flag. He's turned Green off flag. his tag, so I can't even tag him in things. So you'll see his picture if you go to my Instagram, but you can't follow him. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no following no stalking oh i love it so yeah thank you again so much for coming on thank you for having me uh thank you everybody for listening of course we are having a great season here 
and I know I'm generally having a good time so hopefully you are as well thank you so much for the fun DMs and the love and until next week stay soft stay soft thank you for listening to Date Card Pod make sure you're following the podcast on all of the social media platforms on Instagram and TikTok it is at Date Card Pod on Twitter, it's at DateCardPodcast. And you can email me at DateCardThePodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is hosted and produced by myself, Jenna Vesper. And you can find me on at Jenna with a smile on Instagram and check out all my other fun projects I have. Thank you so much to Michaela Jane for our amazing artwork and find her at MichaelaJane.com. And a huge thank you to Jed Overly for our theme music. You can find him on Instagram at JeddyBoyJames. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you share it with a friend, share it with your boss, share it with your mom, maybe an enemy. I don't really care as long as you share it. Okay. And maybe leave a review. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hello, and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.